Welcome to another episode of Guiding Green. On today's podcast, we give business advice to Elon Musk, and we have a sweet interview with our friend Sean, who is years old, and he is the son of a billionaire. Thanks for listening. This is Guiding Green. The new Ariana Grande album is pretty good. Um, no idea what it is. I wonder. I was like looking at her Twitter today. I was like, is she gonna say anything? I want. I wonder. We're here on the day of Mac Miller's death. Rest in peace, listeners. It's September something. 7th. Damn. Yeah. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when Cheech and Chong die? Either one. Is it bad that I don't really know who they are? So, they're like iconic stoners, but I guess now it wouldn't be as shocking because the stuff they did back then was like really shocking, but now it's kind of like, oh, I wake up in the morning and I eat an edible and I like take a shit while I'm ripping a bong. So, like every one yeah. age 18 to 22 in Colorado pretty much and it's like when you're when you're in 1970 I guess it's, there's more of a shock value but nowadays there just isn't they're still iconic and I think now you just have to amp it up to other drugs to get the same shock you just say yeah I was doing DMT and then no they don't talk about DMT Cheech and Chong don't but people that would be the equivalent today. I think the equivalent today is found in rap, and I think it's people going to like Zan and Lean, because DMT is a woke drug. People aren't, you know, yeah. doing hallucinogens. They're trying to get fucked up. I feel like rappers have always been doing Lean. Yeah, rappers make very bad life decisions. Have you ever had Lean? Yeah, it was really bad. Really? Yeah, it's like just like that. codeine syrup. Yeah. Oh. There was a kid that I, like I was in rehab for a little bit because my twenties were crazy. But uh, he was in there for lean, and he was, like, this big Jewish kid, and he'd always wear these Chief Keef Glow Gang oversized baggy T-shirts. And I looked at him, and I was like, there's no way someone like me and someone like him could be friends. And we literally became best friends. And while everyone was trying to hook up with girls in the rehab, we were, like, in the pool playing beach volleyball and, like, spiking the shit out of future girls or future couples. Like, hitting them with a ball? Yeah, like, this dude would, like... You you would be you'd fit the profile of one of these guys trying someone to someone in rehab, uh, not someone in rehab. Someone in rehab was trying to get with a girl. I don't get with girls. Eh, okay, whatever. I look for a wife. Clearly, it hasn't worked out. Yeah. Shout out to all the exes who aren't listening to this. I hope they're not listening to this. Yeah. Speaking of exes, speaking of exes, that makes me think of girlfriends, which makes me think of a relationship we talked about in a prior episode that we must address today, which is Elon Musk and Banks. Woo! So last time we talked about this, and I know we're really delayed. We're just trying to record a ton of episodes, so we kind of have a backlog, so we're not stressing. What do you mean by Banks? We're also waiting for iTunes to approve this podcast. What do you mean by Banks? That's her name. 
Oh, oh. She uh, has it like a real name, but no. Bank, Banks is her stage name. Grimes. Grimes. It's not Grimes. But okay, Banks is also a super depressing indie artist, but okay. Grimes is that. This is Guiding Green, the only marijuana lifestyle comedy podcast. Off to a sharp start. <laughs> we only did our intro like four minutes in. You know what we can say instead of stoned now, as of today? Uh-uh. Musked. Oh my God. Because... I must excuse myself. All the theories about Elon being a pothead have been confirmed when he smoked Come a spliff on. on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. And it was a triumphant win for stoners everywhere because you can be a stoner and be Elon Musk. So, yeah, it's just going to be a bunch of guys our age going, I told you, Mom, I told you, it's not all bad. Look at Elon Musk. I don't have those kind of relationships with my mom. I don't either, but I think it's, it's like a trope. Long Island young male who has that. And I see a lot of it. Really? For sure. And know, they're all in Florida, too. I don't know many people. Yeah. <laughs> On the New Yorkers down there. I love them. Shitty driving. Are they the shitty drivers? The Probably. Old, the old the snowbirds are. Mm. Yeah. But, well, you know, South Florida, like Miami, people drive fast. And then the winter comes and all the snowbirds come in and they drive slow. So it's, the roads are a weird mix of people driving too fast and driving too slow. So if you're like me and you drive just right, you get in a lot of danger. So um, are you aware of like when it rains, it becomes a monsoon? It's not even, it's not even like a normal in Florida. Yeah, yeah, it just people oh, yeah. like take off their shoes and they walk bare feet if they're wearing flip flops. My childhood. Yeah, yeah. All summer long, uh, up until like October, it rains just really fucking hard for at least an hour a day yeah and it's kind of nice i i miss it i haven't lived anywhere with a lot of rain besides being in a third third world country that's probably the worst i've slummed it is when i go barefoot in like public streets or whatever i do that all the time i walk when i walk the dog around the neighborhood i go barefoot so in bangladesh i can do that in the villages but i can't do that in the city because in the city you will legit get like feet aids or some shit a lot of hippies say it's good to be barefoot because there's this thing it's kind of new agey called grounding and it's it's like beneficial for your body to have your actual skin be feeling actual ground not like house floor ground but dirt and stuff a lot of hippies talk about it. It's a thing. I think it's nice. I try to do it. You think it's dumb. I can already tell. <laughs> I don't think it's dumb. I just, I question the source. Oh, it's real. Yeah, Google yeah. it. Yeah. If, if No, but see, like, if Elon Musk could have addressed this issue on today's podcast. Yeah. Then we, I'd be like, okay, go for it. I feel like he, he wouldn't be able to articulate, like, a sentence about I that. I feel like he doesn't know he has feet. Yeah, he, he's he like understand. feet are like a waste of my thoughts. As long as they work, I'm good. I don't need to learn more about them. What do you think his sex life was like with that chick? Crazy. She How said he had a she? nice dick. How old is she? Younger than him. Well, obviously. Maybe in her 30s. I don't know. Oh, she's in her 30s. Okay. Yeah, she's not, she's like not super young. She's okay. older than us, for sure. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. She's been around a while. No idea that is. Yeah. Kind of has like a cult, like following yeah not like little peep not many people are fans of grimes but the people who are fans of grimes love grimes so when i see one of them walking down the street do i turn around and walk the other direction you won't even notice them wow they don't want to be they're everywhere they don't want to be seen they're writing in sad journals how woke bedroom how woke is elon musk for banging a sad girl 
Uh, Elon Musk is definitely. I mean, dating, and I mean, no one really knows the intricacies of their relationship. So. Do you think Elon Musk is woke? He is like the definition of it in uh, some ways, as, but in some ways he's not. As Elia Banks said, his house was just like movie Get Out. So, I don't know. I do. I do. You know. So we not went. Good look. We went to business school. Yep. And got really good grades. Really good grades. And so when I heard this Elon Musk interview, I thought wow, this guy's kind of dumb and he could use business advice because after the interview came out, all the, the Tesla shares went down. Shout out us. For what? About, about what we're about to do right now. Oh, yeah. So my business advice to you, Elon Musk, is if you're a publicly the CEO of a publicly traded company and you have a board of people that you're answering to, you probably shouldn't smoke pot in a public setting like a podcast that's going to go on YouTube and be watched by millions of people. You can smoke pot all day long in private. And okay, I'm cool with uh, you smoking pot. Please smoke more pot. I'm a fan. But your board of trustees or the board of directors is I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that they probably hate weed because they're backwards stupid people. Okay, can I bring you a scenario? Yeah. Okay, what if Elon Musk only smokes like four times a year and what you saw with Joe Rogan was one of those four times but here's the alternative he never smokes on Joe Rogan's pod that picture never exists but he smokes every night like gas mask no that's not the point the point is that you can smoke as little or as much as you want no one cares but the only people that do care are the people that you work for so you know that was just he needs to hire a PR person to talk some sense into him. Our uh, services are for... Yeah, we'll do it. But I, I hope one day, and I think this should be a goal for everyone, that we live in a world where a CEO can openly smoke pot without fear of the shares of their company going down. I think that Tesla shares should go up, and I feel like I kind of want to buy a share in Tesla now. Or buy a Tesla. Okay, see, this is exactly what people don't understand. The value of the stock market has nothing to do with what a company's worth because those are fundamentals. It's based off the perception of you nerd. or other nerds. Yeah, but there's a nerd like you with a billion dollars, and when he trades Tesla, it shifts more than your trade of Tesla does. So it doesn't matter what you do. So that's what people don't understand is that's technical analysis. That's like big guys selling, little guys buying. It has nothing to do with the value. Speak. Elon Musk... Elon Musk was just the reaction of hedge fund owners in New York. That's it. Yeah, and that's fucked up. Yeah, it's very fucked up. So here's a message to all hedge fund owners. Grow the fuck up. Elon is trying really hard to make the world a better place. And although some of the shit he does is ridiculous, and Azealia Banks made me question a lot of things, he's still doing more than you're doing. You just have a ton of money, so stop hurting him. Okay, to go back to my scenario with Elon Musk smoking one of four times or doing it every day, what is better to you? I don't... Is there a difference in his production and his ideas? Exactly. But let's don't, just, no one knows. Let's just say control. You control Elon Musk and then you do this to your body versus you do that. Because we think... Because logically, logically I mean, you'd say, oh, one out of four. You don't... Marijuana is fun, but it doesn't need to be something you do every day yeah. insanely. Then you just lose the yeah, taste but it, for it. It doesn't need to be something you only do four times a year. You can, I, oh, I'd yeah. say happy medium, which is where, where I'm we at. are. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I, I know his um, his investors would rather him smoke four times a year. For sure. Or zero they, times. They probably, yeah. But they're okay with him doing Adderall and cocaine. I know. It's fucked up. Yeah. The, the whole society is messed up. We well, it's in regard to drugs. It's all because of production, right? Because people have Capitalism, this perception. Corporations, yeah, evil. Well, people have this perception that when you're on Adderall, you're more productive, right? But you're just like methed out, and you do circular things. You I've know? never done meth, so I can't uh, speak to that. I don't know if I've I've never intentionally wanted <laughs> wanted to do it. It's happened. Everyone I know who, um, well, besides this one dude, everyone I know who says they've tried meth said it was unintentional. Yeah, because you which don't want to be unfortunate. You don't want to be a meth head, dude. They are yeah. some of the worst. They, You can just tell. I've never had the desire of, oh, hey, I want to do meth today. So that's exactly. good. No, it's a very specific type of people who want to do that. Speaking of specific types of people, we have a really unique guest today. He's the son of a billionaire. He's fa- And the way we met him is funny, but we'll go into that later. And I'm totally going to bring this up in the interview, which we're doing tomorrow. The ass-slapping thing? No. No. Oh, okay, joking. But now you you can't just bring that up <laughs> and not say it. We'll see if we get to it. We'll see. We'll see if we get to it. But we we didn't slap any ass. No. We, no. We're not ass-slappers. We, yeah, we're too. We're like, I've never done that. I unless can, it was consensual. I can do if I get, yeah, verbal confirmation. Yeah. It's 2018. And, yeah, but... Um, but I've also never been the guy that's just like, I'm going to go in there without warrant. No asses. <laughs> without a warrant. <laughs> no asses were slapped in the making of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely not. Anyway, I was Facebook stalking him. He has profile pictures with Selena Gomez and Bill Clinton. So that's how of a big deal our guest is. He has pictures of them. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's cool. like, I don't have pictures that good. Uh, the only good picture I have is the one I sold to TMZ.com of Ariana Grande's house for $300. this fucking story. (laughs) The (laughs) listeners have maybe never heard it, but we're not going to. I feel like they have. (laughs) No, I haven't said it on the podcast yet. I mean, there's not much to say. I I took a photo of Ariana Grande's house after the Manchester bombing when she was hidden away and sold it to TMZ.com for $300. Ooh, that must have been a shitty feeling for her. Like she's I don't about know. to perform and then that thing happens. That must fuck with Oh, somebody. if you're, yeah, she had serious anxiety and PTSD from that oh, experience. Man. Yeah, a lot of her new albums about that. Damn, dude. Yeah, you should listen to it. She's wonderful. And thank you for existing because I'm $300 richer because of you. And I totally spent it on practical great things. Yeah, just go ahead and make babies with Pete Davidson. That's going to be dope. Yeah, please. I wonder what they're going to name their babies. Sapphire. Zephyr. Zephyr. I think you're saying like stripper name. Uh, Zephyr is not a stripper name. Zephyr could be like a Greek god. PJ. Pete Jr. Um, Dwayne. Oh, you know, Johnson. you know what I would bet my money on? Davidson. That they're going to name their baby? You know how his dad died in 9-11? Oh, Goliath. You know how his dad died in 9-11? They're going to name their baby after his dad. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say Osama. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> that would have been fucked. Okay, well... <laughs> On that note, <laughs> here's the interview with Sean, son of a billionaire, years old. This oh. is Guiding Green, the only marijuana lifestyle comedy podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest. And it's someone that I met through 
one of my favorite people in the world. So without further ado, this is Sean. And Sean, explain to me how you met our mutual friend, who we will have on a future pod. So um, his name is Jeremy, by the <laughs> way. Uh, that is our mutual friend. Uh, so I met Jeremy in a very interesting way. Yeah. So I have a lot of friends on Facebook, right? I'm uh-huh. I, I'm not typically a big Facebook user. I'm more of an Instagram person, but because uh-huh. um, you're smart. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, but Facebook has uh, I stay on there basically for political stuff mainly because uh-huh. you know all my all my political friends are on there. Uh-huh. Um, our next governor, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Uh-huh. I always talk to him through Messenger. You know. Um, but one day I was scrolling through my friends because I realized that I don't know 90% of them. Mm. You know, people on Facebook just friend each other. You know, you have 100 mutual friends with someone. You get a friend request with them, and you're like, oh, okay, accept. Yeah. Um, so I was looking through my Facebook friends one day, and I saw Jeremy. I was like, oh, this guy looks cool. He looks like a savage, you know. <laughs> he ha- I ha- we have about 50 mutual friends. I'll friend him. Why not? I, I'm not usually the friending type, yeah. but he seemed cool. Uh-huh. And I wanted to reach out to all of my Facebook friends so a couple months later i saw that i still had jeremy as a friend uh-huh. and a couple other people so i messaged very few people and one of those people was jeremy uh-huh. uh when you interview him if you end up talking about me he'll try and say that i facebook stalked him <laughs> but that is not what happened i know we but know jeremy he's he, he can sometimes he, get wild yeah <laughs> not only get wild but he likes to tease people a yeah, lot I and know. he uh He's, he does it to you because he sees a very strong kit, not to get emotional or sappy, but he sees someone who can take it. That's the only reason why. Yeah. It's because he really, really likes you. I can tell. I know. I yeah. know. That's uh, that's just yeah. how Jeremy expresses his emotions. Exactly. You know? And he really likes you guys, too. He's yeah. talked about you guys a couple mm-hmm. of times, just oh, one-on-one with me. I just want to hug you right now. Ah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this but- is really cute. <laughs> but um, anyway, so uh, I messaged Jeremy. Yeah. I said... Yo, uh, my name is Sean. Maybe we should hang out sometime. We have a lot of mutual friends. I realize I don't know a lot of my friends. Let me get your number. Uh-huh. So he said, uh, he replied with, damn, I don't remember being this cool when I was f- uh Here you go. And he sent me his number. And um, so that was that. So one day, we eventually decided to meet up. So I Ubered over to Turnberry, right? Uh-huh. I went inside, and he told me to meet him in the gym. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, no problem. I'll meet you in the gym. So all I know about this guy is he went to prison for five years. But yeah. but I know a lot of people who went to prison. I know a lot of people that went uh-huh. to jail. Mm-hmm. And all of them, honestly, have worked on their problems. They're great people. So I'm, I'm very open to meeting people. You know, I don't yeah. judge them just based off their life exactly. history, you know. And, and Jeremy will talk about the whole prison thing in the podcast. Exactly. But um, so I went to Turnberry, right? And uh, I asked the front desk guy if, uh, do you guys know who Jeremy is? And, of course, you know, Jeremy knows everyone in the building. So uh-huh. the front desk said, oh, yeah, Jeremy's uh, up at his place right now. Uh, he didn't mention going to the gym. I was like, huh, that's strange. He told me to meet him in the gym. So um, I texted him. I was like, yo, bro, are you coming down? He's like, no, you're coming up. Come upstairs. I'm like, um, <laughs> <laughs> bro, usually, like, I'm very open to meeting people, but I, I, I don't know if I want to come up there. He's like, what, do you think I'm going to rape you or something? I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know if you're going to rape me, man. I don't really know anything about you. He's like, come on, man. If you're going to be raped by anyone, you want to be raped by me. <laughs> um, uh, so I said, fuck it. I'll go up there. And <laughs> I went up there and uh, we kept hanging out for the next couple of days. Honestly, everything went well um, until one night he was oh, throwing man. he was throwing a big anniversary party for his one year out of prison uh-huh. 
Um, he had this big limo. We all went yeah. to this awesome uh, um, barbecue place or mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Um, and then literally a couple of days later, after celebrating his one year out of prison, he went straight back for five months. And he only recently got out like a month or two ago. Yeah. And now he's currently under house arrest, as mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jeremy, like, you know, Jeremy has had a very interesting life, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he... he has been through a lot of shit, yeah. but considering how much shit he's been able to get through and overcome and push past mm-hmm. is just, like, you know, phenomenal. I mean, look how well he's doing for himself now. Mm-hmm. He owns a great business. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows a ton of lawyers, great doctor and lawyer connections, you know. Yeah. So he's doing very well for himself considering how many struggles he had in his past, you know. So and that's, that's my opinion on Jeremy. I really love him, and... He's been a great friend to me. No, I feel exactly the same way. And I definitely have some stories as well. But today the focus is on you. And I I think I could say the same thing about you. I feel like you're also someone that has gone through things in the past. And now you're kind of like pushing through. And your mindset now seems like a very valuable thing. So how did you get it? Because I don't think I was even close to where you're at now. (laughs) I just have to say your your positivity is pretty and your energy is pretty contagious, and that's why we want to interview you after just meeting you. It's yeah, it's we're cool. we're twenty five, and we're we're feeding off your energy, so that's <laughs> like I, I appreciate that. I try yeah. to be as nice as I can. I try to give off positive vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh I can be a very dark person at times, but you know we all have that. We're only human. But um, I was just you know the thing about me is I was I was raised differently than most people so for Mm -hmm. one thing it involves location and family yeah so the location is las vegas Mm -hmm. being raised in las vegas is a lot different than being raised in sacramento california Mm -hmm. you know like or or in the middle of montana you know we have a lot of access right you'd say that yeah i wouldn't say that vegas is a party city Uh they say they say new york is the city that never sleeps but it's it is not true. Vegas is the true city that never sleeps. That's my boy. Take a shit on New York. <laughs> it, 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 it's just true. And, and my whole family's from New York, so I'm allowed to bash them a little bit. Yes, yes. Um, but I've lived in Vegas for uh, 14 years, and uh, I'm 15 years old. So uh, I was born in New Jersey. We moved out here when I was one. Nice. And that is when my journey in Vegas began. Uh-huh. I was raised by very strict parents. Uh-huh. Uh, they're not as strict as they were because I've... Uh-huh. I, I'm a very good talker. I'm yeah. a very good arguer. Uh-huh. I'm very logical. So, I, like, I, I had to overcome a lot, especially with my dad. Uh-huh. Um, but, like I said, I, I was raised by uh, strict parents growing up. You know, they they were raised, like, my, my mom originally grew up very wealthy in New York. So, mm-hmm. she's, like, all proper and, like, you know, yeah. likes to... Make sure everything is perfect. And, like, you know, like, if I eat a piece of pizza with my hands or if I take too big of a bite, she's like, what are you, an animal? And I'm like, <laughs> no, Mom, I just want to eat pizza. You know, and, and my dad didn't grow up wealthy at all, actually. I would say they were middle class growing up. But, yeah. uh, um, you know, now Dad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he has he, that uh, – like my dad has it too. It's immigrant mentality. I don't know if your dad's an immigrant or comes from an immigrant family. No, uh, he actually, interestingly, uh-huh. he was born in Japan. Okay. Uh, but uh, he's not Japanese, obviously. So sort of. <laughs> kind of. He was he was born on a U.S. Air Force uh, on yep. an Air Force base because military my, too. Yeah, you too. Okay, so no, no, my, no, I meant military too. Like military and immigrant. Oh families, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, have yeah. this work ethic. Yeah. So yeah. my dad's dad was uh, who I only recently. Uh, mm-hmm. Met my mm-hmm. grandfather. I've never met my grandfathers up until recently. Oh, That's wow. a whole other story. Yeah. But um, yes, my grandfather, my dad's dad, was in the military, uh-huh. 
and uh, that's how dad was born in Japan. Yeah, but uh, point is, I've lived here my whole life, uh-huh. and uh, I've now my parents are ever since the age of thirteen. I would say they were more mildly strict. Yeah, like they're they're easygoing people, but they just they they give me shit for very random things you know like this podcast today they were like you can't give them a tour of the house you can't go in the (laughs) office you can't i'm like whoa whoa i wasn't even planning on going to those places and they were just Mm -hmm. screaming at me this morning but you know i I love my parents they're very cool uh we just fight a lot but that's just how you're that's totally it's totally normal for my age it's totally normal you know and and like i wish I don't know if they're going to hear this or not, but I wish they could hear it because I would tell them, like, where you're at at 15 is way more advanced than other 15-year-olds, but parents are always going to worry. That's just what they do. Yeah, you know, and interestingly, like, my, my dad likes to change up a lot when my mom is in the room, but yeah. my my dad knows that I have a lot of potential, and that's why when I was younger, uh-huh. before I transitioned into the party life, you could call uh-huh. it, um, I was very involved in the political life. Okay. So in our old house before this one, including this one, we throw a lot of political events uh-huh. on for people on the federal level, the state level. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, we we have people come over all the time. Like we have the governor over here. Yeah. We had the mayor of Los Angeles here uh-huh. for. We threw a really big event on in um back in October of 2017. Okay. We had Steve Aoki DJing in the backyard, oh and we threw we threw a huge event for the DNC, the Democratic National Committee. Okay, and we had we had people like Harry Reid here, one of the most powerful United States senators. I've interned for him. Have I you really? A, yeah, this was he's uh, a great friend of 2015, ours. 2015. Yeah, very good guy. So okay, we might we might clash heads, but the only reason why I lean more Republican is because during that internship, it was all of Harry Reid's uh, interns, all the Democratic interns. There was this thing going on the nuclear option, oh. so all the congressional interns yeah. had to like research transcribe and i'm looking at the republican interns and they show up to their internship like late they're getting hammered with the senators like they're just having a great time and we're like literally just like working our asses off and yeah, i was just I like mean, in- internships are so boring yeah internships aren't easy i've been offered many many internships uh-huh. by congresswomen don't do it you're US too senators. smart i thank you i appreciate don't that um <laughs> I, I, I think it would be a great opportunity to do at least one of the internships for a summer. Uh-huh. Just, you know, it looks good on a college application. Yeah. But hmm, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Like, you know, they're, they're all great friends of ours. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at a personal level for almost all of yeah. them. Uh, Steve Sislak, for example, I'm sure you okay. know who he is. He's yep. currently running for governor. Do you support Steve? Uh, I do. Well, my dad's uh, practice. They've, they've thrown a fundraiser for him. Awesome. So, yeah, I, we've... We, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah so cool, I'm sure you cool. Know. No, Sislak is great. I texted him the other day. Um, Barack Obama recently endorsed him, so I texted Steve the other day. I congratulated him on the endorsement from Obama, and he uh, do replied. Do you know Obama? Uh, my dad knows him more on a personal level besides me. Yeah. Um, he maybe Obama might be coming to our house in the fall. Actually, we're throwing in another big event for uh-huh. the DNC where we're gonna have we're gonna try to get Elton John to perform over here. Wow. And wow. we're gonna have Obama at the house, and it's uh-huh. gonna be another big event. But before that event happens, the biggest mm-hmm. one we've thrown was with Steve Aoki. We had Harry Reid here. We had Sislak. We had the DA, Steve Wolfson. We uh-huh. had a bunch of judges, doctors. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the mayor of L.A. was here. Okay. Congresswoman out of New York. It's LA. not An- It's not uh, Anthony Viragosa. He's, he's gone, right? No, Eric Garcetti. Eric the current, Garcetti. Okay, yeah, he's okay. the current okay. mayor of L.A. And coincidentally, him and Steve Aoki knew each other. So it was, like, it was cool. It was like, of course oh, they hey. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we, we've, you know, we've. 
We've thrown some cool parties at this house after only living here for six months, but uh. So I have to ask, um, what is what are your thoughts on our current president, a person that I haven't even called President Trump? I think this is the first time I've actually first said time. President Trump. Yeah. Okay, good. You I don't, just say you don't Trump. like Trump, right? No, no. I mean, look, I <laughs> I don't know him as a person, but as a president, it's just it's just weird. It is weird. He's not a good president. No. I can say that. There's a reason why his approval rating is <laughs> is the lowest in history, you know? We've never had a president with that low approval rating except for uh was it Nixon, I believe? Nixon during Nixon. Watergate. During Watergate. Wow. It was Nick, yeah, yeah. And and Trump hasn't even he what first or second year in office and he already has an approval rating. He's he's kind of remarkable in that he keeps going lower and nothing matters. Like he uh He, he doesn't pardoned, give a shit about anything. He pardoned Joe Arpaio and I was literally just like this this man's a murderer like like we should hang Joe Arpaio. Exactly, exactly. But Trump, anyways. Trump, Trump makes a lot of very bad decisions. Uh, Fuck Joe Arpaio. Yeah. <laughs> so we have this theory about Vice President Mike Pence. Oh my God. What do you think about Mike Pence? Uh, I don't necessarily think Mike Pence would be worse than Trump. Uh-huh. Uh Because Trump, Trump is pretty bad. At least Mike Pence has a sense of intelligence. What do you, you think know? about him personally? I think he's hiding something. Uh, he definitely is. I mean, he, being the vice president, you have, you know, basically almost as much as the president. Of course. You know, being the vice president, you have almost the same knowledge as the actual president. Because you have to be, because if something were to happen to Donald Trump, you know, Mike Pence would take over, so he would need to take over having that knowledge. Yeah. So if he were to be hiding, it, it is almost 100% likely that he could be hiding something, mm-hmm. especially if the rest of the government is. We think he's secretly gay. <laughs> we really I mean, do. Hey, I mean, it's possible. I, I obviously wouldn't know. Uh, only VP I ever met was Joe Biden. He was. And was he cool? He's so fucking cool. He's so funny, dude. I asked him if there were aliens at Area Fifty One, and he looked at me like straight in the eyes. He grabbed my shoulders. What he's the like, fuck do you think? <laughs> he looked at me straight in the eyes. He said, "Yes," and there are lots of them. <laughs> and then, and then my dad went to a dinner with Obama. The first wow. time he met Obama, this is their first time meeting. He asked Obama, he said, hey, uh, my son wanted to know something. He was like, ask anything. He said, are there aliens at Area 51? And then Obama was like, I'd tell you, but I'd have to kill you. <laughs> I don't um, think he's joking. I don't think he's kidding either. Yeah. Pe- See, Holy Joe Biden. Shit, Sean, when, when you just fl- made our podcast like so much fucking cooler. So thank you. <laughs> dude, <laughs> literally, awesome. like, dude, literally, like Joe Biden just like, I, I, I don't, I don't deny, like, I don't deny it. I do think, I do think that he could win. Okay. I do. Joe, there's definitely aliens there. Fifty one. Like, oh I, yeah, no, I, aliens I feel like for I, sure. Extremely possible, you know. Um, look at uh, Nicole Kidman. She's got to have some sort of. I don't think she's a human being. I think she might be an alien. She's married to Keith Urban. You think who's Zuckerberg's also a lizard? Not a human being. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, bro. <laughs> Damn. We should be filming this high, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll no, really but um, we don't recommend the smoking of marijuana if you're under the age of twenty one. Yeah. Unless, oh yeah, right. We're responsible you, you, yeah, yeah. You you need to say that, right? Medical <laughs> medical reasons. Yeah. Then, but we're not doctors, so we can't. I'm actually so that. lazy. I'm actually so lazy that I didn't wake up early enough this morning to smoke to come here. Yeah, we're dead sober. Like really? that's yeah. Damn. So wow, you're helping us. Uh, wow. Kind of match our energies. But anyways, going back to this Mike Pence thing, the reason we believe that he might be hiding something is because it's 2018 and he's still against gay marriage, and it's like. People well, against gay marriage. Yeah, there's always really something retarded, there. Honestly. But yeah. um, here's the thing about Mike Pence. Uh, uh-huh. 
he so I, I honestly I don't think it's because he's gay I mean he could definitely be gay yeah. it's a possibility you know people are very hard about coming out uh-huh. but um I, I think it's possible for him to be gay but I think the true reason why he doesn't support it is because Republicans are very traditional uh-huh. they um they don't they don't support things like gay marriage because yeah. they're they think it's wrong for a man to be dating another man or for a woman to be with another yeah. woman. They think the traditional way of marriage was meant for a man and a lady. But it's That's okay for them to blow each other in an airport bathroom. I, I mean, I, get, <laughs> I don't know, man. You've they're, heard they're the very, stories. <laughs> yeah, they're very on and off with their political views, yeah. but... Uh, that that's just the thing. See, I'm I'm a, I would consider myself either a libertarian or a moderate yeah. Democrat. I'm not too far right. I'm mm-hmm. not too far left. I honestly think that we should all just meet in the middle. Yes. I wish that the parties could work together and come to agreements, but you know, with the radicals yeah. on both sides, it's just impossible. You know, it's radical insane. rights, radical lefts. There's just yeah. there's no way. Like, um, have you seen Who Is America? No. The Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay, you'd really like it. It's very political. They had. Um, Roy Moore on it's Sasha Baron Cohen taking on multiple personalities and he interviews people in Congress so he interviewed um, Bernie Sanders he interviewed Roy Moore he interviewed um, Jason Spencer I'm sure you've heard of Jason Spencer he's oh. the Republican who got fired because oh. of Sasha Baron Cohen yeah so watch that thing get back to me we'll talk about it offline <laughs> I, 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 it's uh, really interesting you'd like it yeah um I just you know I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't think uh, Mike Pence is. I mean, if he gay. were to be gay, like, I go for him. I don't know why he's trying to portray this image of uh, not supporting it, but I think he's honestly just trying to stick to his views. Yeah. Because he's a very hardcore Republican. Yeah. He's very far right, and the people on the very far right mm-hmm. are extremely against gay marriage. They think gays have a mental disorder, yeah. and I'm like, dude, like, there's, there's no. It, it's like saying vaccines cause autism. Like, there's. There's, there's no proof behind it, you know? My friend, the more the more radical someone is, it's because they're hiding something. And I think Mike Pence, there it, is something It's there. possible, honestly, yeah. unless that was honestly just the way they're raised or where they come from. Like, uh-huh. if Mike Pence come from the South, yeah. chances are he's going to be more Republican, you exactly. know? Exactly. It's just, uh, I don't know. Could he be gay? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Maybe. Um, but it makes that, for better radio if he is. Yeah, yeah definitely. That'd be, that'd be hilarious, but... Um, in my personal opinion, I just I just think it's because of his views. Yeah, you know he's very uh, very right wing, even more right than Trump, and Trump is just the worst person in the world. So what do you tell people that have that view? Because obviously it's antiquated and it's not. That there's Mike no Pence place is for it. No, 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 no. <laughs> just just this this uh, radical right sort of lifestyle. This radical right belief system. How do you what do you tell someone that believes in it? Because obviously it's so, outdated. Yeah, extremely outdated. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things in politics that are outdated, yeah. and that 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 actually brings up a fuck ton of issues. Uh-huh. But um, I honestly I think radicals are annoying as fuck. So I'm a mo- <laughs> I am a moderate Democrat. Like I said, I definitely Absolutely. lean way more towards left because uh-huh. again, that's how I was raised. Yeah. But that's truly what I believe. Okay. Um, I I uh, but I'm not a radical left. So, like I don't yeah. support socialism. You know, because I, I in my opinion, socialism is a great idea yeah. but it would never work in america we have a yeah. population of 318 million people exactly. socialism just would not fucking work here exactly. you know mm-hmm. and bernie sanders you know i liked bernie but he he was trying to call himself uh not a socialist but a democratic socialist and there's no difference you know no. and that that's mm-hmm. why i honestly like i i support the idea of socialism mm-hmm. but i just i don't support it overall in yeah. america 
Um, I think you said it. I think it's well intentioned. Yeah. No, of course it is. Of course it is. That's why. That's why Finland, for example, one of the best fucking countries on the planet. Shout out Finland. Huh? Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Finland, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the with the highest education system in the entire world, you know, Finland is small enough, and that's why you know yeah. countries that are um, adapting to renewable energy, yeah. uh, higher pay for teachers, you know, like they're they're Finland is doing great, and they run off of a social um, socialism economy, you know. I think you said a very powerful word when you said libertarian, because that's what I identify as. Yeah, but it know? doesn't feel like there's much room for people that are kind of in the middle. It feels like exactly. politics Be- is now pick a side and it's like identity politics. Right, it's either Republican or Democrat. Yeah. There is no Libertarian, there is no Green Party, yes. there is no Yellow, Blue, Pink Party, you exactly. know, there, there is nothing. And it's sad. It is really sad, mm-hmm. but that it's, it, it's really, it's fucked up that everyone has made it about Democrat, Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm guilty of this myself. In arguments, I truly ask if you're Democrat or Republican. I never offer them the option to say Libertarian yeah. or, uh, you know. Um, but I would, I would either identify as a Libertarian or yeah. a Moderate Democrat. I'd say I'm more Moderate Democrat. Very cool. I'm definitely not, I'm not a liberal, crazy, batshit crazy liberal, yeah. and I'm not a batshit crazy Trump-supporting right-wing motherfucker, you know? No. So I'm what is uh, your take on Nike this week? Oh, my God. I knew you were going to ask that. I was just talking to my friend. Uh, <laughs> I was just talking to my friend uh, about this. He's the one who lives three houses down. Um, we were on the way to his gas station in Arizona, and we were talking all about Nike. Um, so you said in the text message about the podcast that you wanted to maybe talk about business trends. Mm-hmm. Nike is perfect because the stock for Nike has gone crazy down recently in the past week so or two. So fucking buy it. Literally buy yeah, it. Yeah, literally buy it. It's a great yeah. buying opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, Nike. Sweet. Nike. <laughs> Nike was... Um, so think about Nike. Mike Rhodes brought up an interesting point. So a year ago, Nike was at 15-something dollars, I believe. I think it was $53 a year ago. Now it's at 86 or some or some crazy numbers, like 82, 86. Um that is a huge increase for Nike. You know, over the if you look at the chart for the past year, you'll see it spiked crazy high. And the only time it's really taken a hit is this past week. But even this past week, I believe Nike is still trading at over $80. Yeah. So if you look at the overall chart for the past year, uh-huh. Nike is still a stock that has increased. So obviously because of Nike's new spokesperson, uh-huh. Colin Kaepernick, uh-huh. uh they, the stock went down because a lot of people hate him because, uh, in, in my opinion, um, if I can express my full opinion, yes. I think the kneeling, putting your hand on your heart thing, I think that's all fucking stupid. I think it's bullshit. I don't see it as disrespectful at all. Yes. Wanna, okay, you, perfect. If you want to kneel and like, you know, kneel, who the fuck cares? You know, just, just stay silent and listen to the national anthem. Yeah. You know, I don't give a fuck. I, I think we have a very bad culture of we, like, this, this is a lot of middle America, so... They, they look at athletes and they look at these multimillionaires and they say, oh, my God, these are such bad people. They should just be happy to play a sport and make millions of dollars. Yeah. But they never look at the billionaire owners. Like the billionaire owners above them, they get away with everything. But they because they own do. the organization. I'm actually, I'm actually friends with the billionaire owner. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders. Uh, mm-hmm. The Raiders, who aren't even owned by Las Vegas yet, we already have our tickets. We have 14 yeah. seats in total. We have like eight in the front row, four in the second, four in the third, or some or, or some shit. I don't know. It was My dad pricey, was wasn't it? Huh? Like the the way that yeah, they priced the, it was. Yeah, we we paid like I think mm-hmm. I think the 
We paid him over a million dollars for those tickets. Mm-hmm. I, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I'd have to ask my dad. Mm-hmm. But uh, my dad knows uh, Mark, Davis, Mark Davis, who owns the Raiders. Um, last time I saw Mark, we were at an event. See the guy with the bowl cut? Yes. yes. He's got yes, a bowl cut. Yes, I actually have a selfie with him, and he just looks terrible. Okay, awesome. what do you think about giving John Gruden that 10-year, $100 million contract? <laughs> Who is John Gruden? He's the, the coach. head coach. <laughs> For the Raiders? I love you. This means that you don't know the NFL, which is great because it's not. I know a little bit about okay. the NFL, but mainly mainly yeah. Raiders. Uh, my family is a fan of the Giants, too, because okay. we're from New York. But nice. That's that's pretty much what I know. What's a, What sports do you watch? What's your favorite league? Um, well, obviously, I have to like hockey because we're also super involved with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Nice. Um, Bill Foley is a great friend of ours. He's the owner of the Knights. Okay. He's the one who spent like $500, $700 million to get the team here. Yeah. Um, again, we also have front row seats to the Golden Knights. Uh-huh. We're this close to the players. Every game for the next 10 years, we are hooked up with the Knights. We love the Knights. Dad's Go on Knights. the founding 75. Go Knights. If you guys oh, ever yeah. want to come to a game with us, by the way, feel free. Yeah, that sounds good. That's yeah. incredible. You're yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, great great team. But I'm very involved with the NHL, and I'm learning more and more about the NFL as we go. Yeah. So we, we're about to get the Raiders, which is great. My dad uh-huh. is more involved than I am with mm-hmm. that, but I'm learning along the way. No, absolutely. Um, and this is bad radio, but I want to show you a meme that kind of talks about the Nike situation. So. Oh my God! Nike a memes. Of them. The Nike, Nike memes. memes are crazy. Like, it's been did amazing. You, did you see the one of uh, Mike Tyson? We don't chew on Nikes anymore in this house. <laughs> see, this is a great example. So, go go and ask a, a hardcore Republican if they're ever gonna buy Nikes again. No. No. Exactly. Which is like, guys. Which is. It's the best shoe for your. It's the best. Nikes sport. are fucking great, dude. I think I'm wearing. No, I'm wearing Skechers right now. I'm wearing Crocs because I thought. Why not? <laughs> Those aren't even Crocs. Those they're, are really they're shitty knockoff knock Crocs. Crocs. Yeah. yeah. Japanese Crocs. If you guys Chinese Crocs. Yeah, it's sponsored. Not a real sponsor, but what's the name of what emoji. brand? Um, emoji. Not emoji, but emoji. There was a meme I saw. Um, it was the, uh, so you know how they're making all the just do it ad memes? Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> Those mic- are hilarious. The, they are so funny. There was uh, Yeah, what's, your, what's been your favorite meme this week? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's what most year-olds do. They just meme. No, see, twenty-five-year-olds. See, dude, honestly, when I'm bored, I go on my Instagram, and I take very well care of my Instagram. I take my Instagram super seriously. What's your Instagram if you want our listeners? Oh yeah, uh, if you guys can follow me, it's at Sean Rocks Gaming. S e a n s e a n r o c k s g a m i n g. Very cringy name, but one of the coolest Instagrams you're ever going to see. Trust me. He's a mini Bilzerian. Yeah, I'm like a mini Dan Bolzerian. How many girlfriends do you have? Okay, so um, sadly one. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I That's love, not sad. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love her. I love her. She's cool. Um, you love her? Yeah. Uh, she lives with me, you know? She lives here? Yeah, she lives here. So oh, my wow. girlfriend. Whoa. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, my girlfriend is, uh, my girlfriend lives with me. Um, before I met Bree, though, uh. I had a serious fucking sex problem, dude. <laughs> like, honestly, like I, I, my, my friend and I, uh, my friends and I would just bring different hoes. Honest, uh, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, just in case my parents hear. I can, <laughs> I can edit it. We could edit it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of want it to be in there though, cause I'm proud of it. Okay, <laughs> go for it, dude. I had more money at the. I had a lot of money mm-hmm. uh, to spend at the time, not from my parents' money. I made on my own. Yeah. Um. And I had another friend who also had a great deal of money, and we would go to the strip all the time and pick up a bunch of hoes. 
honestly, and we would just flash them cash. We'd be pulling up there in Rolls Royces, Cadillacs, almost every single night. Jeez. And just blowing money, dude. One of my favorite places to wow. go was Fremont Street. I have a couple photos of that on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, funny story. Uh, I have the same exact story. I lost my virginity at a very similar place when I was 15. Really? Yeah. I lost it at 13. Yeah, I know. When so. the cum barely came out. Exactly. You know? So. Jeez. It definitely alters your view of sex, and you feel very like it's good that you have a girlfriend now because you appreciate women more. And I, 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 I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend and I tend to fight a lot, but it's you know, okay, we, we, it, it, it is okay. Um, we, we have our problems. We've been dating for about seven, eight months now. Uh-huh. Um, she didn't even want to date me at first, by the way, uh-huh. because of our age difference. My girlfriend is <laughs> and I'm, th- yeah. so it was a big age difference. Uh, but I got her to overcome that. I, I worked my moves. Um, there you go. Put on that charm, that charm, yeah. charm. Yeah, I put on that charm. And uh, um, after two months of dating, she moved in. I invited her to move in with me. Um, and that did not go well with my parents. They didn't even approve of the relationship. Yeah. But dude, I had to fight my ass off. Yeah. I had to fight so hard to get this, you know, approved. Yeah. Um. And how's it been? It it is. My girlfriend and I have gone through a lot. My dad and I have gone through a lot. You know, I've uh, I've pulled weapons out on my dad. Uh-huh. I've uh, you know, he's him and I get into fights all the time, physical, yeah. mental. You know, yeah. either one. Me and Bree get into a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. I um, I went to a psychiatrist with Bree and we got into a huge fight mm-hmm. and uh, things happened. So she ended up, you know, leaving. It's probably for the better because I wasn't in a good place. Um, and I told my psychiatrist about a suicide threat I made two or three days ago, right before my door got broken, mm-hmm. as you saw. Yeah. Um, we went to the psychiatrist two, three days later, and I wanted to talk to her. You know, yeah. I wanted to tell her because she was my favorite psychiatrist. I'd been seeing her for two years. Yeah. Because I was, I was always a fucked up kid. There was always a bipolar Man, part of me. There's so much to unpack here, and I feel like so there's there's I I see m- multiple things, and I kind of go through it too. Is like that dynamic of having a powerful dad and how you kind of find your identity and also like the whole multiple perspectives multiple psychiatrists but like there it's it's a very unique experience that you have that's geared towards you but a lot of people go through it it's really cool that you're talking about it openly yeah i'm i'm, I'm very open about all my issues because yeah. um and you're totally normal and happy and healthy i i, I try to be yeah. i've been saying healthy lately. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, I I I I have friends like Jeremy that keep me positive and happy and teach me how yeah. teach me the best ways to look at my life. And, yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm very thankful for friends mm-hmm. like them. I'm thankful for friends like you guys mm-hmm. in the future. Dude, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, let me finish that psychiatrist story really quick. Yes, Because th- this was a day that really taught me something. So. I told my psychiatrist, I was like, hey, two or three days ago, I tried to kill myself. Um, I wanted to. I didn't try. I wanted to, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of ways to do it, but I locked myself in my room. I said I had to break my door open. Uh, I leave in anger, and I my mom convinces me to come back. I come back, and there are cops in there. There are EMTs in there. Mm-hmm. They tell me to get on the strap, and if I fight them, if I they, to get on the thing, and if I fight them, they're going to have to strap me down. And I just started crying because I was like, what the fuck? Mm. So I tell my psychiatrist I want to kill myself. And rather than helping me, she calls the cops on me. Like, that's fucked up. So they put me in the gurney, right? 
and I was just trying to, they, they, they didn't strap me down fully because I wasn't resisting. They strapped my hands, they strapped my feet, and they took me to the hospital in an ambulance. Um, and they took me there. Yeah. And I was trying to explain to the guy on the way over there, I was like, dude, like, I'm, I'm not crazy, you know? Like, no. I just, I got into a big fight with my dad. I, I probably have bipolar. I didn't get diagnosed till recently. Mm-hmm. And I, like, you guys just need to understand, this is just going to stress me out. He's like, well, your psychiatrist was legally obligated to call us and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That, that's, it's just fucked up. I ended up spending 10 and a half hours in an emergency hospital full of crazy people yeah. with my mom off of basically no food. Uh, um, and it was just fucking ridiculous. And yeah. at the end of it, since I'm under, since I'm a minor, they, they said they had to find a child psychiatrist to come and uh, analyze me. Basically yeah. they sent some fat lady in a captain America shirt to determine whether or not I get the fuck out of that place. Oh, it was ridiculous. But I just I answered her questions calmly She's like, are you seeing colors? I'm like, no. <laughs> are, 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 are you, do you feel like you want to kill anyone? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, let me out of this place. Then 10 and a half hours later, they let me out. Yeah. Um, and uh, they all told me that since the fight started because of Brie this time, they told me that I should let go of Brie. She's a trigger. I should get rid of her. So I tried my hardest, but she called me the next couple of days crying her eyes out, saying she misses me, she wants to be with me. So that totally changed my outlook, and I realized that, you know, I missed her too. I wanted to be with her. Yeah. So I replied to all her text messages, spamming my phone up, and I said, it's okay, baby, everything's going to be fine, you'll be back in the house with me, and all this will be like, it'll never happen. And she's like, no, your mom told me I'm never going to be able to see you again, blah, 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 blah. She's going to hear this and hear me making yeah. fun of her, and Brie, if you're listening, I love you. Just fucking, <laughs> uh, just fucking around. But you have I know- a dope boyfriend. Thank yeah, you, man. Bree's pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. She's a, uh, she's cool. Both. We we, yeah, we have both, our. You're both cool. Yeah. Thank you. We have our issues. I think we're gonna be together for a minute, but yeah. um. There you go. She's a she's a laid back girlfriend though for yeah. sure. She's uh She's got a lot of uh mental issues like me, and uh but the we're best we're, ones do, bro. Yeah, the I know, I know, do. I know. But we're 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 working through it together, and yeah. we're trying to make our relationship better, but. Ever since that day I got sent to the hospital, I realized that, fuck, dude, like, psychiatrists suck. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no, absolutely. I was about to ask you, like, what did it, what did it feel like? Because you you're sharing your most intimate detail to this lady. This and was definitely she, one of yeah. And then she says, "Call the cops," and it feels like they they go back on. I oh, felt this betrayed. Is liability. I they, felt betrayed. Yeah. You know, I'm I I'm I I had to see her again the next day. And the first thing yeah. I said to her when I walked in was, oh, thanks for calling the cops on me, by the way. That was that really fucking helped. I, <laughs> I said that straight to her face. And she was like, said. well, you know, I had to legally. I'm like, yep. that was fucked up. Like, I didn't even want to look her in the eye. But she prescribed me a medication called Depakote. It's a psychiatric drug. Okay. Um, How have you felt on it, if you don't mind me asking? I'm not going to lie. I've been taking it for about a month and a half now, and I... As much as I hate to admit it, because I, I don't mm-hmm. believe in using straight medicine prescribed by a doctor to mm-hmm. change your emotional path, but um, I believe in more natural, you know, medicine like weed, like marijuana, for yeah. example. You know, marijuana is fucking awesome. You know, just it, wait a few years, you'll be right there. It'll be. Right I there. I've I've had my fair share of experience with marijuana. You can say that. <laughs> but not not with us. Not with no, no no no. Not <laughs> let, let me clarify. Not with them. <laughs> Um, but it is a fantastic drug and I think it's a miracle drug. And I, I don't think there should be an age limit on, on marijuana, honestly. 
Really, there there really shouldn't. Um, there really shouldn't be an age limit on the, you know the age limit in like Turkey for drinking alcohol is like thirteen. You know, like jeez. Like I mean, it's it's not good for you, but I mean, like why 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 put age limits on these things? Yeah. Let if people want to fuck up their bodies with alcohol, let them fuck up their bodies with alcohol. Yeah. If people want to relax with weed, let them relax with weed. You know. Yeah. I think the argument, just to play devil's advocate here, is that the mind isn't fully developed enough developed to make their own decisions, exactly. which. But for some, for a lot of year olds, I could be like, yeah, that's, yeah, they're not really capable of making these decisions. But then I meet someone like you, yeah, who's way beyond their, like, where I was at I'm like, yeah, this, like, there, you should be able to, like, you're smart enough to know what you're getting into when you're doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, um. But don't, with power don't... comes responsibility. <laughs> yes. Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. Um, don't get me wrong. I've had my fair share of bad decisions in my life. I've definitely made a lot of bad decisions. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like you need to have the bad moments to really experience and truly appreciate the good moments. How grateful are you for the opportunity to have had all those bad? I know this is a weird question, but like you were given an opportunity to fuck up and fuck up when you fuck up, you fuck up big, right? Yes. Cause you have scope. Extremely. Right. Cause you yeah. have this scope and scale. So are you grateful for that? Because I am grateful. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I, I've made a lot of mistakes. I crashed my dad's two door Mercedes sports car <laughs> in the neighborhood, you know, <laughs> like and I, don't even have, I don't even story. have a permit, you know, like it's fucking it's crazy. But um, that's such a Summerlin story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, like I, I've made a lot of bad decisions like that. Yeah. I sold this car on Ofra for like 10 grand later and it was completely <laughs> totaled. Like 30 minutes later, I put it up on Ofra and boom, we get an offer and I sold it. <laughs> Wow. wow. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was crazy, man. But honestly, like I I I I don't regret anything. Mm-hmm. Like I will say like at some points in my life where I become really dark and depressed that I regret everything and I just want to die. But What do you tell that version of you? What? Cuz you said that you have a dark version of yourself. What do you tell that dark version of yourself? Cuz you're you're here with us and you're yeah. you're good, right? You're strong, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. What do you tell that version that dark version of you? Um, I honestly, you know, me being happy right now, I just, uh, I just tell the dark version of myself to chill out. It's going to be okay. Appreciate what you have. Mm -hmm. Live in the moment. Make the future the best you can. What do you, speaking of the future, you're young and you have so many bright, wonderful years ahead of you. What do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? So originally, I wanted to double major in uh, at either MIT, UC Berkeley, and Caltech. I wanted to go to Berkeley. I'm trying to go to Berkeley. I wanted to go to Berkeley uh, specifically for the their astrophysics time. program. But ooh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. I um, I wanted to major double major in mechanical and electrical engineering, uh-huh. um, minor in mathematics, and then I wanted to go to graduate school, most likely Princeton, um, and get my PhD in astrophysics. Uh, you're fucking smart. <laughs> That's what I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, you should do that. Holy shit. So as you guys know, right now I'm homeschooled, right? We have a group of teachers come to the house from different subjects. And uh, my lowest grade is like a 95% because uh, my te- my online teacher really fucked me over on this quiz. Bro. It was really, really annoying. Bro, you're but doing amazing. All my grades are 96, <laughs> 97, 98. You Holy know. shit. Very wow. solid, very solid. I love being homeschooled, especially because the public education system in Vegas is horrible. It's uh, what, 49th? Yeah, we're 49th in okay. the entire country in Shout public out Shout out. Shout Vegas. out Vegas. Yeah. Nevada. <laughs> hey, but don't get me wrong. Uh, anyone listening to this podcast, if for some reason you're not from Vegas already, 
Come to Vegas. It is an amazing city. No, don't, don't. Actually, don't. We don't yeah, want people. We don't here. want. We like people. it. Yeah. We like it kind of small. Do you? Want, it it sucks when more people come because then it becomes. We LA. get forty four. We get forty two to forty four million visitors a year. No, I know, but Las Vegas. Come visit. New- don't don't move here. Don't move. Yeah. No, no, no don't move. Yeah, here. yeah. Don't yeah move just here. throw all of your hard earned money into the city. Yeah. That. Sean Rocks Gaming endorses this message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Rocks Gaming approves this message. <laughs> Um, but yeah, honestly, like, I, I just like, I don't know. I, I, I've gone through a lot of shit in my life, uh-huh. but I, uh, I appreciate my mistakes. I do really you, do. Do you, um, sorry for interrupting. Um, no. Do you regret like not being able to go to like a regular high school? Do you see, I only started homeschooling in the end of seventh grade. Wow. Uh, I was, I, I've only ever gone to private schools in my life. Um, in town. In Vegas, okay. yes. Wait, where what? have you gone? Because I, I went to the Meadows. Uh, the Meadows is a fantastic school. We're uh-huh. actually friends with our current mayor, Carolyn Goodman. Course, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, great school. Yeah. I was actually going to go to the Meadows if the homeschooling thing didn't work out. But okay. fantastic school to go to. Okay. Um, pri- private education system in Vegas is definitely better than the public. For sure. But still not the greatest curriculum. You know, no. Meadows in particular. I really like Meadows. Mm-hmm. I, I've taken multiple tours. Fantastic school, 100%. But um, I noticed um the three big high schools here: Gorman, Gorman, Meadows, Faith. Yeah. and Faith. Yes, yeah. you are one hundred percent correct. So when I was in high school, we just had like a lot of tragedies. And Coronado, Coronado is the big public school. Oh, Coronado is the big public. Coronado is the big public. Okay, um, so when I was kind of going through high school, we just had like a lot of mental health issues with some of our neighboring high schools. We had like three kids die during high school, and it was just like. Really, crazy. I only had one kid die in my middle school. Uh-huh. I went to a middle school called New Horizons. Yeah, uh, and uh, this kid over the summer killed himself. Like, yeah, it was, cra- it was shocking because mm-hmm. I knew him. I was in the airport in New York when I found out. My dad, uh, my dad uh, told me that uh, that my friend had died, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" Like I got chills. Like yeah. it was weird. I I had the same exact story. I was seventeen, and um, our friend it happened to him. And uh, we saw his body like it was like a viewing. And I just remember like everything changes when you when that happens. The to first you. time you see that dead body is yeah. a pivotal part of your life. Like you don't you don't shake that for for us, like our f- group of friends. It was shocking because that was probably all of our first. And it was our friend. It's weird having people and he was like a guy. like it's really it's really awkward. It's weird. He's a he was like a good looking kid, like had everything at his fingertips. And like it just felt like that last that those last five minutes of your life. Like if, if someone could have just been there for his last five minutes, I think the outcome would have been different. And it's painful to think about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, I just, uh, I just, I, I couldn't imagine killing myself. You know what it would do to the Good. people around Dude, me, and, stay with and us. what it you're, would do to. Dope. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't imagine killing myself. Yeah. Um, stay with us. There are still definitely times where, I, like I said, I can bring myself back to that place. But yeah, this new medication has actually very helped, very much helped me. It's called Depakote. So y- you have a pretty gnarly, uh, I wouldn't say scar, but you have a pretty gnarly mark on that door. Yeah. So I think it's something that's cool. You should keep it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a reminder. It's a reminder that uh, I I, I yeah. was gonna kill myself that day. I was at one of the darkest points in my life, mm-hmm. um, and it was because of that day I ended up in a ba- a mental hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Is um, man, that's a lot. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I told the more you guys know about me, the crazier it gets. Like for real. Yeah. It's weird. 
so uh, you met my little brother. He has a very similar story, and he's uh, he's starting this website called KWF Kids with Futures, and it's like a, I have a future. You do. I'll be so alive. Let, we'll we'll go off pod <laughs> and I'll talk to you about it, and you can maybe join and do all that stuff. Um, so I, actually, let's let's kind of pivot to kids your age and social media. What what do you tell kids your age that are like obsessed about the wrong thing? Do you have is, any friends your age? Yeah. Very, very few. Uh-huh. I it is hard for me to deal with kids my own do age. Do you just get bored? I get so bored because, because all they stupid. do is yeah. talk about other kids their age. All they do is play video games all day. That yeah. is my biggest problem. I have no problem with video games. I have a PS3, you know, like I I, yeah. I play video games. I it's hooked up to the theater actually. Okay. It's really cool. Um <laughs> we're filming in the theater right now, by the way, for the audience. Um it's beautiful. Yeah, thanks oh. for having us at yeah, no, your no really problem. wonderful I'm, house. I'm really glad you guys could be here. You guys uh, hella Skittles. It's dope. Uh, yeah, we have a whole candy bar at the back of our That's theater. Awesome. But um, um, I I cannot stand kids my own age. Uh-huh. Like, for real. Like, all they do. Fortnite. Fortnite. Fucking COD, dude. GCA. Like, I used to be a hardcore gamer. Mm-hmm. I would say 13 is the age where I started to change up how I live my life. I realized when I was 13 that I have such an amazing lifestyle. I have all these powerful, influential people coming to my house. Like, I could really make something of myself. So I started to go to more and more political events. I started to only be surrounded by adults. I dropped all my friends. I have maybe three friends around my age that are the age of, like, 15, 17, 17. Um, That's it. Everyone else is over the age of 18 or 21. Why did they make the cut? Because it's mainly people I knew from who I've known for like five years. Like yeah. I know one kid from New Horizons. Um. Uh, who the fuck else do I know? I know another kid who is not like most kids his age. He's seventeen, so yeah. he's about to be eighteen. Um, his name is Chris. He's a really cool dude. Um, he's extremely involved in politics too. Okay. Uh, so I really like him. We actually did a challenge in my elevator. Uh, me and him sat in my elevator for 24 hours, my small, tiny elevator in the house. <laughs> and uh, post- that's actually how I met Bree, actually. Very interesting story in about that. In your elevator? No, I posted the <laughs> ele- elevator challenge on Instagram, and it kind of blew up. And this killer clown hit me up, uh, and I invited him over to my house, and that's how I met Bree. What does kind of blow up mean? A couple hundred viewers. Not my blow God. up, but... So, uh, what spurred the elevator challenge? Was it just like we're bored? Let's you know you know it. how people on YouTube were uploading all those twenty four hour challenge videos. I was yeah. like, I saw Rice Gum did a twenty four hour elevator challenge in his mansion. I was uh-huh. like, hey, I have a mansion too. Why don't we do an <laughs> elevator challenge in my house? So I didn't. And he's honestly really the only true friend I have around my age. Yeah. He's seventeen, about to be eighteen. Uh-huh. Um, actually, so interesting story about him. Uh, so I'm homeschooled, so I will never have a prom. Bree is already graduated. She'll never have a prom. Mm-hmm. But I had a Chris. So he told me, he called me. He was like, bro, I need two really awesome people to come to my prom with me. Are you guys down? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you think we can make a cool entrance? So I asked dad and we got it. We, we pulled up in a Tesla Model X, like brand new. It was Jeez. really cool. Our driver was sick as fuck. He, right when we pulled up, he blasted the music all the way up and opened all four doors. <laughs> and, and wow. uh yeah, it was really cool. And everyone at the entrance was, like, shook. They were taking pictures of the car, and Damn. we pulled up in the coolest way. There's a picture of me and Bree standing in front of it on mm-hmm. our uh, Instagram. Where was um, where was this prom? Um, so he goes to the most ghetto school in Las Vegas. Agassi? Uh, not Agassi, Western. Oh, okay, okay. Western yeah, High yeah. School, also okay. very ghetto school, though. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the prom ended up being at some bar. 
<laughs> it was really it was Stonies or something. Oh fuck yeah, dude! St- love Stonies. It was, but it was like it was like ghetto because of the oh, way okay. they planned it. Yeah. But like, but anyway, it was cool though. It was cool. It was yeah. a good prom. Uh, me and Bree got the slow dance together. It was a special moment. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Dope. But he is the only friend to have that's my age. I cannot stand kids my own age. Bree's brother is a good example. Um, he's very intelligent. I like Bree's brother. Yeah. But How old is Ollie, he? he's seventeen. Okay. But all he does is play video games all day, like nonstop. I don't even think yeah. he's in school right now. He's like even after summer, like he's nonstop play video games. Damn. What do, wait- you, what do you do during the day when you're not homeschooling? What do you do? Like, what are your hobbies? So, dude, I um right now we're down to one teacher uh, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I I travel sometimes. Sometimes I'll head to L.A. for like a, or like a day, or Arizona for like a day, or um I get around. Like I hang out with people like yeah. Jeremy. Uh, I hang out with my friend Marco. He owns Madhouse Coffee. He's the one with the Ferrari on my Instagram. Oh, shit. I love Madhouse. He, yeah, you like Madhouse? Yeah, dude. I love it the It seems like you guys is kind of place, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Desert Inn and Durango, the, right? What is it? The Michael Jackson? Do you know what that one is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Michael Jackson drink. One. Yeah, oh yeah. God. Great drink. Great drink. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Marco. He's the owner. Hell yeah, dude. That's dope. Yeah. He makes hella money from Madhouse. Like, Good for real. Him. He's got... Uh, I convinced him to buy a Tesla Model S. Uh-huh. He has a Ferrari and a Maserati. Damn. We just cruised around in the Ferrari. We whipped the fuck out of that shit. Hell yeah, dude. But I hang out with Marco. I hang out with Jeremy. I hang out with, uh, of course. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, I have a lot of people who hit me up on Instagram. They're like, bro, you were really cool, man. Can we hang out sometime? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I, I just have to ask you a quick question. Do you like superhero movies? Um, Of course. Of course. I'm extremely involved in both Marvel and DC. Everything. Okay. Yeah. Avengers Infinity War fucking blew my mind. Holy shit. Wow! <laughs> oh my God, I love you. So he hates them because yeah. he, oh. doesn't, he doesn't enjoy. Fun. I, th- I think they're garbage. <laughs> you you get my joke. But right? it's, oh. what I really <laughs> liked this year was I felt like this year more than any year tied everything together. That was the point. That's what they ever since the yes. first Iron Man movie. Do you want to talk about it? How the Marvel universe is just connected. Well, yeah, it's all connected. It's mm-hmm. all connected. They they changed Spider Man a lot, but <laughs> do you like the new one? Do you like Tom Holland? I like Tom Holland. Okay. He's cool. I like I like all of them. I I, I like the Andrew Garfield yeah. movies. I like the Tobey Maguire movies. I love Andrew Garfield. I, yeah, I like Andrew very Garfield. Indie. He was a cool guy. Yeah. Very absolutely. chill. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Holland fits the part the best, honestly, yes. because he's actually a teenager, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. um, I grew up with Tobey Maguire, so. Whoa. Know. Yeah. That's crazy. Tobey Maguire. Well, I yeah. didn't grow up with him, but he I grew up with first. his movies. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of? Um, not so we don't get too into it. But what did what did you think of Black Panther? Black Panther was awesome. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, man. Yeah, I, I think I think I think that uh, sounded Jamaican. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. But um, they uh, they made uh, I I think they finally went into more detail about vibranium, which yeah. was great. I wanted to know so much more about it, and that movie. I think made the Marvel fans truly understand how powerful vibranium is. Vibranium is, especially in the MCU. Oh wait, vibranium. Oh my God, can vibranium is about, what? Uh, go ahead. We, go ahead. Can we talk about Infinity War? Oh, for sure. Holy shit, <laughs> Thor's new hammer, Stormbreaker. Yes, I it, fucking love you. It, <laughs> I love you too, bro. You guys are nerds. We are nerds. Who Hell the fuck yeah. cares? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go fuck off. Over Stor- here. Storm Stormbreaker was able to counteract the power of all six Infinity Stones. Jeez. Do you remember the scene in the movie where Thanos launched all six Infinity Stones at him, mm-hmm. and he threw the hammer, and it went through all the Infinity Stones and put a hole in his chest? Yeah, and then he said you needed to like what you should have cut off the head. Yeah, he was like you should have gone for the head, and then he snapped. 
boom. That snap. That snap. Ooh. Ooh. I really loved Aaron. Dude, I almost cried when Tom Holland died. I know. I know. He'll be back, obviously. Be you know, back. there's already a Black Panther 2 in the making. And Iron Man's probably going to die, right? I don't think he's going to die. Really? He's too important. He's a main character. They can't kill a main character. But that's exactly why. It's like Game If anyone's going to die, it'll be like Black Widow or... Ooh, but I'm down. I don't like her. She's hot. I like, She's hot, but it's I like, like jerking off to her, honestly. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's there's, cute. I'm sure there's... I, I like Scarlett Johansson. She's hot as fuck. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot worse you could do. Yeah, or like if Hawkeye dies or that one dude who uh, who has the wings, Falcon. I don't, oh. give, I don't give a shit if Falcon dies, you no, know? No, I don't care. Yeah. No, all I care about is Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Black Panther, um, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Thor. Hottest girl in the Marvel Universe. Go. Or you could do top three if it's too hard. Because I have my number one. Scarlet yeah. Witch and uh, Black Widow. Okay, I think The Wasp. Oh my god, I still haven't seen Ant-Man and The Wasp. It's really good. I totally forgot to watch it. Is she hot? She's so hot. and She's hot in like... Okay, so I have like really smart girls. I don't know why. It's just always been a thing. She's just like the perfect balance of like pretty and smart. So. Oh, you wouldn't like Brie then. Just kidding, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love you. You're smart. <laughs> You're hella smart <laughs> and funny. Who me or Brie? Brie. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen South Park? Oh my God, I love South Park. Okay, when he's family, like, oh, no. I like. I personally like Family Guy better. Okay. But I do. I do like South Park because of how hard they go on stuff. Do you remember when Cartman first gets his girlfriend? And he goes, no. "She's really smart and she's funny." And she's really smart. And she's really, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I love Cartman. Everyone says I remind them of Cartman. I'm like, no. Screw you guys. So- I'm going him. You <laughs> sound just like him. I know, you sound I know. like I can, him. I, I've worked on that. You're Cartman if Cartman, if, if Cartman actually did the things he imagines himself doing, that's that's you. <laughs> so you're the. Appreciate that. I'm yeah, glad you're I the could optimal be super Cartman. Cartman. Yeah, you're super Cartman. Besides, like, the murder. Did he murder anyone? Yeah, dude. Carmen's oh, killed oh, when he Scott killed Tenderman's. that dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Parents. Ooh, the chili. And then Radiohead <laughs> shows up. You're like, you're a loser. <laughs> you're a loser. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, family Guy and South Park are my episode. two favorites. I'm addicted to Family Guy. Oh my god. <laughs> addicted? Is it? Are they still making new episodes? Yeah, of course, dude. Wow. Family Guy's still like the number one show on one of the number one shows on uh, Fox, TBS, Comedy Central. Jeez. Family Guy and South Park, and maybe The Simpsons won't go anywhere for a while. All right. All right. Diggity. Oh, giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what else? What else is new? What have you got going on this weekend? Uh, you know what? Fuck. Um, a little bit later today, in like two hours or so, mm-hmm. uh, Bree's sister is gonna come over and swim. I guess she just wants to swim. Hell yeah. Um, and I guess we're going to dinner with her dad or something. Nothing crazy planned today. Uh, the thing about me is. Plans come to me randomly throughout the day. Like, I don't usually plan stuff. I like to plan stuff, but yeah. I don't know. Like, people just hit me up. They're like, yo, I'll be over in 10 minutes. Okay. That's kind of <laughs> what I've noticed being new to Las Vegas. It seems like Vegas is kind of a city where that's more the norm. Yes. Yes. Whereas people never, people are either happens. always late or always early. Yeah. You know, like, you've got so much going on. Yeah. It's kind of, I kind of like it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a different pace, it's pretty unique. I like, love Vegas. Like today, there's a there's a rave at a water park and it's called Turbulence. So we're all gonna go to. Is that. it underground or is it normal rave? Uh, it's normal. It's, it's do you know Getter? It's like uh, he's a on the O W S L A label. Oh. The Skrillex no, is the label. Only, the only rave guys I really well, I know Skrillex obviously. Yeah. Um. So above rave, and beyond is my favorite. The only uh, I know rave planners. Do you guys know the twins? 
No. They're, they're these twins that throw, like, hella rave bonfires, like, uh-huh. underground, totally illegal raves. Um, <laughs> and, like, I still haven't been to one of their raves. I gotta go. I get invited. Yeah. I, I never go, though. But, uh, Shit, dude, if you ever need someone to go with, just holler at you me. You guys seem just so chill. You guys seem like the laid-back, <laughs> like, you guys seem like the type of people that would just love to get high and just go to places like Madhouse and raves and, like, you know? <laughs> I, I like you guys a lot. You, You're basically you, describing our lives. Yeah. <laughs> So you, my first date with my last ex-girlfriend was at Madhouse. Shout out to really? her. Shout out to her. Yeah, it was at cool. Madhouse. And we both got the matcha green tea. Ooh, I love the yeah. matcha, dude. It's so good. So good. Have you had the Nutella white chocolate mocha or the red velvet mocha? No. Should we go right now and get it? Yeah. Okay. After this podcast, let's go. Oh, that I'm sounds down. amazing. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, my God. Try their tiramisu. Holy fucking shit, shit dude. Marco, the owner, described it to me as orgasm in the mouth. That wow. is what it is. It explodes. It's, I, I like, like this, this Marco guy. He made a smart move being your friend. Uh, honestly, man, I'm I'm very appreciative of being his friend too. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. yeah, we're good friends. But uh, good stuff. Friend. All right. This cool. Is- so yeah, I think we'll wrap it up. But we want to give you a platform if you do want to mm-hmm. say anything else. Ooh, nice bad radio, but great Instagram. Yeah. Check, in, yeah, check out just, the Instagram. Tell you guys once again. Follow me at Sean Rocks Gaming. He's the man. You yeah. you're gonna wish that you were him when you were. Five, but. He's got a lot of I, cool I stuff do, planned yeah. ahead. Thanks I wish I was him on 25, yeah. We appreciate having you. No, it's, thanks, um, it's thank been you guys super for fun for us. Uh, thank you for interviewing me. This was uh, awesome. Not many reasons I'd wake up super early on a Saturday, but... Um, me neither. I woke was, up for 8 a.m. At yeah, 8 a.m. Totally worth it. This is totally worth this it. This is totally worth it. I had a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Sweet. So, so I guess we're going to get Madhouse, right? Let's get some Madhouse. Let's get Madhouse. So there's no doubt that this is an Injuna-friendly podcast, but today we're going to stray away from that a little bit. The song of the day comes from Monster Cat Records, and it's Bad Computer with his new hit, Voyage. What a wonderful song to take us out into the week. Everyone enjoy yourself and go crush it. Thank you.
梦。